Yes, yes, people. It's GG at GG on Wrestling on Twitter. Moment of silence while you like and subscribe. Thank you very much. And make sure any audio listeners leave a quick review. It helps so much. Um, thank you for everyone that's been watching these videos. Um, it means a lot. And make sure you're commenting down below with any predictions for the year and any wishes as bold as they may be. I want to see them all in the comments below. Um, I've got a very special guest. And when the TDM are in the building, you know you've got to have the New Japan drip on. Um, before I introduce my guest, make sure you go to figtees.co.uk. You can use code GGPOD and save yourself 20%. Uh, wide selection of custom t-shirts for your figures. Um, even does custom designs. Um, so definitely hit them up and you can even save yourself some money just for watching this video. Um, basically, the idea is, it's 2022. I want to go through some predictions and wishes for the year. And each guest will bring two predictions for 2022 and two wishes. Um, by the end of the year, we'll have an idea if any of these have um, happened. And then we'll give two points for a correct prediction and five points if a wish has come true. Uh, without further ado, my very special guest, dear friend of mine, the man of the hour too sweet to be sour, the commissioner, the president, and the CEO of TDM. Yeah, yeah. Big up yourself, man. Thank you for coming on. How you doing? Anytime, anytime, man. It's a pleasure, man. Always, man. Always, man. Come on. It's a pleasure, man. Um, base, make sure you subscribe to Rest Things and the Rare yeah. Podcast. The information will be down below. Um the video isn't about this, but uh, we always big up the Rest Things podcast. Can we say just tell tell everyone a bit about the Rare podcast and why they should check yeah. that out as well? So the Rare podcast is, you know, we talk about um, more pop culture stuff, so music, television, or something about has gone on social media. So if you'd like to, you know, hear me talk about, you know, stuff other than wrestling, um, check out the Rare podcast. We have a lot of guests. We have other content creators um, who come on the show. We have influencers who come on the show. And yeah, it's just like, if you want a light-hearted conversation about, you know, anything. I mean, our most recent episode was about a zombie apocalypse. So, uh, yeah, if you want I more. just, I see it the other day pop up and I was like, I need to watch yeah. this. This is going to be foolish. <laughs> yeah, it's just what good light-hearted content, you know, definitely check out the rare podcast. But yeah. Yeah, man, definitely, definitely. Right, without further ado, let's get in to some predictions and wishes for this year. Uh, so, NK, bro, if you want to hit me with your first prediction. Um, I think this one is kind of, I think it's kind of obvious. And if this doesn't happen, I'll be very surprised. And that is MJF as AEW world champion. Yeah, uh, I think it's on a lot of people's predictions, to yeah. be honest. Um, what do you think he brings to the title and do you think it's um, important that it happens this year yes I feel like the trajectory MJF has been on um, you know he's hardly ever been pinned in AEW um, he's only been pinned by Jericho and Moxley um, and well, well and he's sure, got a loss to Sean Dean he got a loss to Sean Dean when he gets pinned that's how <laughs> yeah. he's never been pinned but yeah um, and he's always you know feuded with some of the top guys in the company, whether it's been Cody, whether it's been Jericho, whether it's been Moxie, MJF has always been positioned as that guy. And even with the four pillar stuff, he's the one who came up with the tap. So he's like, in terms of like their top stars, their top homegrown stars, like MJF is that person. 
And I just feel like it, 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 it would make so much sense if he wins the title. And especially if it goes from Hangman straight to him because you've got, you know, your baby face champion, you know, who the crowd seems to love and, you know, who's beloved by the fans and then having MJF be that heel. Because we, we really haven't had... We've had heel champions like Jericho and Omega, but we haven't had champion, um, champions that we really hate. Like, yeah. Jericho was kind of like, he was a heel, but he was kind of a comedic heel at times. And Kenny mm. Omega, like, even though he was doing some dastardly things, I mean, you can't really hate Kenny. Like, He's still can't... Kenny Omega. Exactly. Right. Um, but MJF is that, you know, heel that you will go there and crowds will have no problem booing him. You could put anyone in the ring against him and MJF will find a way to make himself get booed. So, yeah, I feel like we just need that dastardly heel champion that we want to pay to see lose. Do you know what I like as well? Because it's not even, I wouldn't even say it's to the point, obviously a lot of people are behind MJF, like we're yeah. fans of him, yeah. but it's almost as if it's become like a part of the show that we do boo him. I know that sounds yeah. silly because obviously wrestling is, you know, keeping kayfabe and everything anyway, but generally we see these hills get so hot that they're being cheered and you can't sharp the booze. But the, so because the crowd's so smart, they know we still got to boo this guy and we enjoy doing it. And he's yeah. managed to maintain that, which is very tricky. But because he just dials it up so much, like he's just such a great hill, man. We, yeah. um, how long would you like MJF to hold this belt for? Nine months. I'd, I'd, I'd like yeah. a very lengthy title reign. Um, because I feel like Hangman Page's title is going to be short, and I think it should be short. So I feel like a very, you know, long reign for MJF would be amazing. And then, like, the, the, because I think it will build up the intrigue of potential opponents, um, potential people. The chase. The chase. Because the, the the there's be so many people mad. in that mix. I mean, obviously, you've got the other members of the four pillars. Who knows what um somebody like a hook will be doing in a year's time? Who knows what somebody like Eddie Kingston would be doing? I mean, there's so many various different opponents that we would love to see beat MJF. So, yeah, I just feel like MJF as a heel champ has so much potential and I feel like it's the logical step, especially from Hangman Page. And I just think it's important as well. A heel champion can be utilised so well to, yeah. you know, like we said, that chase and that those baby faces that we can really mm. get behind because we want someone to dethrone MJF. If you had to pick one person then to take the title of MJF, um, let's talk. Let's say wish, not prediction. Who would like? Who would you love to take it off MJF after he wins it? Eddie Kingston. Yeah, man. Eddie oh, Kingston. that that program would be that program insane. would be insane. <laughs> insane. The program. Yeah. And they've both, you know, it's on their CVs now. Their segments, like I know obviously both of them are against CM Punk, but those segments did well. They were very yeah. entertaining. So now yeah. take CM Punk out of the equation, have them two go at it. It's fireworks. 100%. Can't wait. 100%. Um, how confident are you in this prediction to, to become true? <laughs> uh, what, but... <laughs> what, this one or my next one? Uh, MJF one. I'm quite confident. I'd say probably if you like rate it out of ten, like how likely this is to happen this year. What do you reckon? Eight. Eight. I would even go as far as a nine or a ten. Well, tens a bit. Yeah. Ten. Nine, I would say I would eight. Say. 
I'd say eight because they could always switch gears, but I think it's an eight. Yeah. Yeah. So strong prediction to start things off, man. Uh, hit yeah. us with your next prediction, please. Um, this one is kind of this one. Like it's a prediction because I thought it makes logical sense, but the likelihood of it happening is up in the air. Um, mm. and M that is Ember Moon Athena will uh, debut in AW. Mm. What I do you, is like, that? Yeah. Do you think that's likely to happen? Quite possible. I see it by Dublin. I think because um, I think Dublin. I think is when they do the women's casino battle rule. I mean, they switch it up each year, so we don't know. But... Mm. Because um, I remember She'll the be first a very good shout for that. Yeah, I think I remember the first double and nothing they did the cas- women's casino battle royal, and then last year's double and nothing was the men's one. So I think it might alternate between different years. But <clears throat> whatever happens, I feel like yeah, Ember Mo- Athena will uh, debut in AEW. Um, I feel like she's a very necessary piece in that roster. Um, the mm. women's division is improving. But there are still, you know, deficiencies here and there. And I feel like Ember Moon is somebody. Because I feel like that division, it's going to say, it's going to sound weird. I want to say it lacks, but it lacks super, super elite workers. I can only think of a couple that come to mind. Maybe your Rihos, your Thunder Roses, your Hikaru Shidas. And, your, season, uh, maybe, your seasoned women yes, as well. Like. Yes, and um, obviously um, Serena Deeb, I can't forget her. But um, yeah. I feel like Ember Moon is somebody that um, provides that experience. She has experience being on television. Um, mm. She's a character that other people know. And I feel like she could resonate well. And also as well, uh, you know, not to delve too much into this topic, but representation has been an ongoing conversation. Um, and I feel like Ember Moon is somebody, you know, who could very much be a premier woman in that division and somebody, you know, who could, you know, help solve the ongoing issue that is uh, representation in wrestling. So, yeah, I feel like Ember yeah. Moon is a, a sign that should happen. Took the words out of my mouth, to be honest. I was going to say it's very important at this time that yeah. something like this happens. We've been screaming for a big uh, woman signing, like just a yeah. well-known you know, debut, like, you know, Ruby Soho, give her credit. She's, you know, established herself, but, yeah. you know, Ember Moon could change things and, yeah, it's something that needs to happen at the moment, man. Um, yeah, and now, now I'm thinking about it, her just running to the ring in a Casino Battle Royal, Royale, jumping on the top rope straight away, hitting the yeah. Eclipse, like, yeah. yeah. Sounds good to me. Sounds yeah. very good to me. Um, would you, do you reckon this is likely then? I uh, I don't know. It's difficult. I mean, there's nowhere else for her to go. Um, yeah. She's a Booker T protege, protege isn't she? I, I, I'm not too sure about that, but that could be the case. I'm not too sure. I'm pretty sure, sure that's the case. Um, but yeah, I mean, my fingers are crossed. I hope that prediction does come true, man. It'd be good to see her. Because I feel um, like with debuts, um, on I feel like if we're going to get any more debuts, it should be on the women's side because the men's roster is kind of stacked right now. And I feel like, yep. aside from maybe one or like maybe one major signing from the men, I feel like with the men, like we've enough, like it's enough. But I feel like with the women, there's enough space for more women to be incorporated. Um, hopefully they, hopefully they used well. But you know, I feel like the women could use you know a bit of a boost, you know, a notable name coming through to you know really give that division some oomph because it's slowly yeah. getting there, but it's still mm. taking baby steps to get to where it should be and it's been like two years so 
Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think it's a shame. I think Ruby was supposed to be that kind of effect, but it just hasn't, you know, just blown up as much as the initial, you know, debut was great. Uh-huh. But you know, I think a character like Ember Moon or whatever she yeah. would be known as Athena going forward. Yeah, I think that just her, her character is very intriguing as well. And if she can work at that level, you know, you you've ticked two ticked two boxes straight away. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, man. I hope that happens. That'll be that'll be good to see. Cool. Mm-hmm. So let's get on to your wishes. So uh I obviously prepped all my guests beforehand and you know the the wilder the better. Um and yeah, just any kind of dream scenarios they want to happen this year. So hit me with your first one in Cape. Um we get Shibata versus uh Brian Danielson. Um, at some point, doesn't matter if it's in New Japan, most likely it'd be in um, America just because of travel restrictions and stuff like that in Japan. But yeah, I need to see this match. Um, Danielson has had, like, in terms of like initial runs in the company, I mean, you talk about hitting it out of the park straight away. I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know if I can think of many introductions to a company that's been better than Danielson. Um, he's been incredible. Uh, he's been absolutely incredible, and you know, I just feel like he's on the like he's reminding like people. We always knew that Danielson was one of the best wrestlers in the world. We always knew, but like he's reminding you, you know, I'm really one of the best to ever do it. And week in, week out, he's putting on memorable matches with whoever he's against. He hasn't had a bad match since coming into AEW. And obviously, most recently, we just had the return of Shibata in New Japan. And these are kind of two guys that we thought we'd never see wrestle again. Obviously, Danielson returned much earlier than Shibata. But, you know, when Danielson retired, we thought that was it. We thought it was mm. done. And Shibata, like, we, we really thought he was done. So the fact that these you two saw are the back, I don't, did you yeah. know about that beforehand? Like him having to get his brain removed and put back in Shabbat. Yeah, that's crazy. That's insane. That is insane. And he's that. wrestling, bruv. and he's still standing up on two feet. Mad. The fact that he can even walk, let alone wrestle, is a miracle. Um, and yeah, this is just like given the relationship between the two companies. I mean, I know, you know. Um, TK or those in New Japan are thinking that we have to get this match. I mean, with how great the Minoru Suzuki match was, if you put Shibata and Danielson on a pay-per-view, maybe a double or nothing or an all-out, <laughs> you're going to get fireworks. Like, you're going to get like, match of the year contender easily. And yeah, this is just a match that, you know, pl- please let it happen. And plus, Shibata trains in the LA dojo, so he's you know he's mostly in America. So it's like you, you can find some way to do it. Yeah, you, know, you can find a way to do it. So yeah, that's that's what, that's what I was gonna say that because this I don't feel although it is a it is a dream match scenario, and we yeah. know AEW have pulled them out of the bag. Like you said, we've seen Brian Suzuki. That's another dream yeah. match that we've had this yeah. you know last year. Um, yeah. And like you said, he's in LA. He's got the LA dojo. It's not unfathomable that he could just, yeah. you know. And is this a reach? Tell me if this is a reach or not, yeah? Um, Shibata, what does he love doing to Mans? What put him oh. out the game? Ted Boss. What move? 
yeah, and headbutt. name a spot from Hangman and Danielson <laughs> this week. I can't, the headbutt. I can't lie. Am I reaching? Am I reaching? <laughs> I, never want to, I, I never want to see Shabbat do a No, same, 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 same. Because the thing about Brother, Shabbat's oh. head does, he doesn't that. That, I was spot with Hang, um, Hangman and Danielson. Oh, yeah. It was very kayfabe to protect him. Shabbat don't play that. He's really going to headbutt you. And, and the sound, to... bro. The yeah, sound, no. I can't. Yeah, that's oh. quite strange. But um, uh, the slaps in the face, like, I'm going to love that spot where they can just slap each other in the face because Shabbat really loves his slaps and his kicks. And yeah, it's just, it'll be like just the different elements of the match, whether it's the strong style stuff, the elbows, the kicks, whether it's the submission game, um, the grappling. Like that match would be insane, man. That match would be absolutely tremendous. Bro, even if, yeah, Shibata wants to come out and they just tease us with the little UWF rules just to start with. Yeah. Just to see these men roll around. You're not 100%. seeing us strike yet. And then the second go around, then you see us really start 100%. striking. 100%. Uh, uh, give, me, give me a score out of 10 on this one then. What, what do you reckon? How likely is this wish to come through this year? Five. I, yeah, Five. I don't know if it would go for a six. I don't know. I'm leaning now because... The LA Dojo's right there, man. He's active. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not unfathomable. And surely, I, I, I've not personally ever seen any kind of mentions from Danielson about Shibata, but I'm sure yeah, that's something I'm sure he's hitting to face. Yeah, 100%. Woo. Mad. <laughs> Fucking mad. It's a great uh, time we live in. <laughs> <laughs> these things are... Can happen, bro. They can happen it's, easily. It's mad. It's mad. Oh, crazy. Um, cool. Let's go. And both of these are very on brand, by the way. I appreciate that. Cool. So hit me with your final wish for the year. AEW form some working relationship with stardom and we get some stardom women in AEW. Like, I, like, it's unlikely. But if you could get some of them for the Owen, if you could get some of them for the Owen, please, like, I'm begging you, like, get Mayutani, get Utami Ayashishida, uh, get Starlight, get these stardom girls, like, are incredible. Like, stardom's a product I only got, I got into kind of last year, and I dibbled and dabbled here and there, but from from the stuff I've seen, like I've probably seen that like maybe seven matches with Stardom like last year, and then obviously I saw the showcase match that they had at Wrestle Kingdom sixteen, and yeah, like this is TDM, so I don't care. They are far be beyond what we see on television today. Like their work is so good; it's better than most men's matches you see on a weekly basis. Like and. It, it, it's insane. Like, those women are incredible. And I feel like, because, you know, stardom's quite, it's, I'd say it's the hardest product to get into. It's very different. Even compared to, you know, traditional, it's very different. And I just feel like a spotlight on them, on like a AW pay-per-view or in a tournament like the Owen would be amazing for them. And then the, the matches you would get, I think those girls would bring out the best of the AEW girls. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like a working relationship between those two would be 
tremendous. And it really... Women's wrestling, I mean, has, has already evolved, but I just feel like it pushed the boundary even further mm. and, like, you know, showed people, like, no, this is what women's wrestling can really, really do. Um, so, yeah, like, um, that's a partnership that I want to happen. Is it likely? Probably not, but, you know, you can dream. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> I'm very guilty of like neglecting stardom. Like I see the clips and I'm just seeing how crisp the work is and how like the chemistry between these women is just like unmatched Beautiful. between between the women we see here. I'm for, it is like this, the clips I'm seeing are different levels. And you know they AW did try and you know push some Joshi wrestling and that you know there was some very solid matches in that tournament. You know where they were featured, but yeah, yeah right. I think there needs to be a, a stronger spotlight on them to really try and bring that, yeah. you know, and uh, Maki Ito, for example, like it's a very, yeah. it's a big shame yeah. that we only got to see like what? a very small part of her. Cause I think her, she translates so well, I think. to She does. She does. I I, feel like, everyone knows yeah. how K-pop is and that kind of movement has come across, you know, so. And, and I feel she just has like, she, for what we, even though Maki Ito is not stardom, she's, very different Japanese companies, but um, there's there's an energy that she had in ring wise. I'm not gonna lie, she's not the greatest. She's nothing oh, bad no. special, but as a persona, as a presence, it's she's very refreshing and she's very entertaining. So mm. I'm not really, and she has a good social media presence. So I'm not really sure why they didn't bring her around often, but um, mm. yeah, just getting a lot of these like Joshi women, these Japanese wrestlers, specifically the Stardom ones, involved. I'm telling you, like, it will change. A, a lot of people's eyes will be open because people underestimate how good they are. Um, the clips don't even do it justice, but the clips are amazing. The yeah, clips, I think. I can imagine. I've seen some of these matches and I'm like, whoa. Like, There's one this match from last year. year that, that like, was like, it's up there. And I'm sure you've told me about it a few times. And forgive me, I won't be able to remember the names, but... Was it... Like, Utah, was it six? Was the one that Meltzer gave six stars or something? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was on Utah behind Utah versus Shuri. That match, it's when I watched the match first time because the match has a finish, I don't want to spoil the finish, but the match ends in a, in, a, in a unique way. But up until a certain point, I was like, mm, this match is all right, but it's nothing special. And then something happens. And then these women like kick into overdrive, and I'm like, "What am I watching? That this is insane! Like they're doing mm. brain busters, they're doing like like German suplexes with a bridge perfectly." Phoenix, like I'm like, these women. Are That's it as well. Insane. The f the form, like yes. the form of these women, is just so good, man. And even like, I always hear the name Julia as well is supposed yes, to be Julia. A really... Yeah, Julia's. Julia's a star. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Julia's a name that I am not surprised whether it's WWE, whether it's AEW. In, I'd say, the next five, six years, she will be on American television. Like, she she just looks like she's money. She looks like money. Mm. Um, and I think she's got an American background. I might be wrong, but I think she's got American upbringing. I don't, I don't know how her English is, but, like, she's got American family. But regardless of that, um, she's a star she looks the part she works the part you know like yeah she's going to be something very special very soon very soon 100 mm. uh well i think we both 
you know, are on the same page here where it's probably not very likely to happen, but no. you have convinced me that is a very good idea. So yeah, there you go. Um, before we wrap it up, why not give me a new Japan name? Maybe others, maybe one other that hasn't been mentioned that you'd love to see open that door. I mean, I have to take I a little mean, peek through. I mean, there's only one name that I can bring up. I mean, he is the current, the new IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. The Rainmaker. Like, he has to. Like, this year, he has to come. He's been, because he's been talking about how he wants to wrestle Punk, how he wants to wrestle Danielson. Like, I need at a pay-per-view the lights to go out. The light completely shut off the lights. And just hear Cling. It. And that's that. Just, I just needed to cling. And, like, yeah, like I want like uh, one of my dream scenarios was like a whole New Japan versus AW pay per view, but that's not happening because travel the world the way the world is. But it's like I've I think it like, will happen, just not yet. I, just not yet. But I've already thought of a dream card in my head. Like the, the way the cut, like I've already thought of certain matches here and there. But yeah, Okada versus Danielson. You know, I think that's the match that intrigues me the most. I know some people want to see Okada versus Omega, but as much if that match gets announced, I'll be fine with it. But yeah, like it's perfect. The match it's like, not the priority. Series, the series as it is, their four matches are perfect. And the story's already been told. For me, Okada versus Danielson is the match to make. Is the match to make. And it'd be tremendous. Okada versus Punk would be a good match in terms of the publicity and the notoriety. Mm. notoriety. And I feel like it would be a, a very good match because Okada. Um, oh, Daniels, I mean, Punk isn't a bad wrestler. I don't like this now that Punk's all automatically a bad wrestler. But no. if we're being real, there's a match to make is Okada Danielson. And Okada needs to step foot in AEW. I really need... know, I think yeah. that would be a great rub for Okada as well, man. Because yes. let's not fool ourselves. He's not... Yes. Yeah, people may know his name. Um, the casual yeah. fans may have heard yeah. of him, but they don't know who he is. Yeah. So... A big name like that is going to really work wonders for Okada, you know. It's not just about 100%. Danielson getting his dream match or Okada getting what he wants. It's good for business, both sides. So, I, yeah. Go on, go on. I was going to say, I feel like the reason why I want Okada to step through an AW so badly because obviously, you know, I, there's only so many times you can say, watch New Japan, and maybe New Japan might, be, might not be somebody's thing. It might be too inaccessible for them. I really want Okada on a big stage to just show the world what he can do. Show an audience of people that might not be familiar with him, might not be, you know, there's a reason, like, because there's some people that may look at us, you know, TDM members, and, and we say, how does it go? And they're like, what's he the goat for? Like, I even had a, um, on wrestling, big up Afro. Afro is somebody who's very knowledgeable about wrestling. But he said, ah, oh, I just don't see the hype of Okada. What's up? And I was like, oh, cool. So I feel like this would be an amazing platform for Okada to showcase himself, to really mm. show people what he could do. Because I'm sure with, even with the Suzuki match, that was a lot of people's first time watching Minoru Suzuki wrestle. And, you know, it gave them an insight into what he could do. And I feel like with Okada, you know, put him in, putting him, you know, no disrespect to Suzuki, but Okada's not in, never going to be on a bike. He's not, mm. he should not be on YouTube. He shouldn't even be on Dynamite. That is, nah. no, yeah. no ad breaks, nothing i need 
pay-per-view. The only time I say he should probably appear on a dynamite is if you're building to the match at the pay-per-view. But mm. you know what I think they should do before I know we're running out of time. I don't know what I think they should yeah, do. Okay. I don't know if you remember um, in NXT when Nakamura was um when Nakamura was announced. In fact, not NXT. This is what they should do. They should um like give Brian a mystery opponent. For a pay-per-view, it should like uh, just give him like just say I don't know what authority figure it is. Just say, listen, Daniel Danielson's like, I'm gonna wrestle anybody who wants to step up to the challenge. Nobody steps up. Nobody steps up. Then TK or whoever on Twitter makes an announcement that a mystery opponent has been booked for And he's and he's money. And, yeah, just, you, just better do, che- like, you better check the weather. <laughs> yes. Like, you know, do the tease like you did with CM Punk. Do that. We're waiting, we're waiting. Danielson comes up, we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. The crowd goes silent. You hear the coin drop, and then Okada comes out. I think mm. they should do it like that. Like, don't even announce he's coming. Straight in the ring as well. His, we see him, ring. and we see what he's about. Yes. Like, I don't think it should be a promo segment. No. Get him out in his full entrance and get him in the ring. History will be made. Mm. 100%. And I think your point about him working over here as well it's it's about i don't know if i'm using this word correctly but maybe more palatable for some people you know his style it you know it might sound like a very strange analogy but people there's some people that like ketchup on all their food yeah yeah but if you maybe give them something they've never tried they put a bit of ketchup on it they eat it they might go oh this is actually nice yeah they might try that food again so yeah. it's just that's I think it's that. So tell me if yeah. I'm reaching again. Night three of New Japan. If there was no COVID, do you think that would have been a different partnership? No, but if there was no COVID, we would have seen a lot more AW talent on night one or two. Wait, do you think? Or oh, they yeah. still would have done maybe Noah, or they would I have thought, been like, oh, "We don't need you, man." <laughs> I feel like they would have done Noah because. I feel like all the Japanese companies want to just collab, and it's their 50th anniversary as well. So they just wanted to mm. do a big collaboration with the other Japanese lot. But a hundred percent, I thought if there was, if there was no COVID, we would have seen. In my opinion, it's my opinion. If there was no COVID, the belt collector run would have included one of their titles. Maybe not the world title, but Kenny would have been US champion or something. Um, oh. And yeah, I feel like yeah, if those. Once the doors open up, because New Japan and AEW, I think it's very clear their relationship is in a very good place. Like they like working with each other. Noah, um, even Okada's mentioned Orange Cassidy several times in interviews, so their relationship's in a good place. Once the um borders open up, once things really get popping, don't be surprised if we see people in the best of Super Juniors or the G One. It will happen. That is going to happen. I don't know, man. I feel like it could have been. There's an alternate reality out there where that night free was a AEW New Japan AW. Super Show. Possibly, could possibly be. Could possibly be. I feel like we'll get that at one point. At oh one yeah, hundred percent. Not this year. Maybe even not next year. But it's gonna happen. We need to do a video when we build a card. What super card? Yeah, let's do we, it, man. We need to do where we build a super card. Maybe Stay like tuned. Eight, eight matches. We build a card. Picking a main event is impossible. Um, it's, it's, there's too many possibilities. 
Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> right, cool. Thank you very much for joining me, NK. Always a pleasure, my no bro. Um, always good to have you on the channel. TDM for life. TDM. Uh, Make sure you subscribe to Rest Things. Make sure you check out the Rare Podcast. Follow NK on socials. It's all down below. Make sure you check out figtees.co.uk for all your custom figure shirts. And you can use code GGPOD. Save yourself some money. That is it. Respect yourself. Don't neglect yourself. Peace.